This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, August 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump insurance bill still undecided on water. Dems get specific on ag. Are they going too far? Ruling adds new twist to WOTUS rewrite. Voluntary water agreements remain undecided in the Trump insurance bill. If passed next month, Senate Bill 1 would enshrine the Endangered Species Act prior to 2017 into California code through the state's own version of the ESA. It is yet to be decided what it would mean for water allocations to farmers from the federally operated Central Valley Project. Why it's an issue? Well, the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation decides allocations based on biological opinions. That scientific review looks to the ESA to dictate how much water is needed to support endangered fish populations in the Sacramento-San Joaquin Delta watershed. Trump's opinions? Well, the Trump administration proposed to release in July an update to the biological opinions, signaling that it would favor more flows to the Central Valley. The L.A. Times reports the review instead showed the changes would harm several species, and the Bureau had suppressed the document. Fanning the flames, well, the administration has also announced changes to ESA rules, which has added more fuel to the SB1 arguments. This is the type of federal action this bill seeks to prevent from impacting the state, writes Senator Tony Atkins of San Diego in the latest analysis of her bill. Voluntary agreements? At issue is whether California's version of the ESA would apply to the Federal Water Project. If so, it could cancel out more than a year of difficult negotiations among stakeholders, including farmers and environmental groups, to find a regulatory solution to the flows issue that wouldn't involve courts. Governor Newsom also favors this approach. Financial Impact the Legislative Analyst Office estimates implementing SB1 would cost at least $30 million to the Air Resources Board and at least $6 million to the Departments of Fish and Wildlife. It would also lead to significant costs for the State Water Board and the Department of Justice, which would see a deluge of subsequent litigation. Next, SB1 is sitting at the Appropriations Committee, which has until the end of next week to either pass the bill or let it quietly die. Atkins has a favorable reputation for working with the ag community to negotiate amendments on past bills. Her team is likely to try to untangle the complex web of interests now. Worth noting, well, the bill now includes a sunset date for the provisions, January 20, 2025. That would be the day a new president is sworn into office if President Trump has a second term. Democrats in bidding war on rural plans. Senator Bernie Sanders is the latest Democratic presidential candidate to come out with detailed proposals on agriculture and rural policy, and his are probably the most aggressive of all. Sanders released a $16 trillion plan yesterday to carry out the Green New Deal that includes $410 billion in agriculture spending alone. The ag proposals include a $160 billion subsidy program for farmers who increase soil carbon levels. That's a concept that is common across the plans Democrats have proposed. But Sanders is seeking to remake much of the U.S. economy, and that includes agriculture. He wants to push more farmers into organic farming. 
make it harder for large livestock farms to operate and even subsidize urban dwellers to turn their yards into farmettes. Now keep in mind, Sanders Plan and others like it aren't aimed so much at farmers as they are young voters and the Democratic base for whom climate change is the top issue. Peterson, Dems too far left for rural voters. House Agriculture Chairman Colin Peterson of Minnesota says Trump's support among farmers appears to be softening. But Sanders and other Democratic candidates are running too far to the left to appeal to rural voters. Peterson spoke to AgriPulse's Sarah White during a stop in Representative Vicki Hartzler's Missouri district yesterday. That's what Trump's big advantage is. All the Democrats, they might re-elect him if they keep all this up. There are no Democrats like me left, Peterson said. NFU leader likes candidates' attention. The president of the National Farmers Union, Roger Johnson, says he's never seen the level of detail that the Democratic presidential candidates are offering in their ag proposals this year. Johnson, a former Democratic ag commissioner in North Dakota, said agriculture is getting a lot more attention than it has in any presidential campaign I can remember in my lifetime. That's a good thing. He also credits the candidates for trying to bring the climate debate into the agriculture space. But, but, but don't underestimate how touchy the climate issue could be in rural areas. Before NFU adopted a climate resolution at its annual meeting this year, the term Green New Deal was purposely omitted. Delegates thought it was too controversial. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, August 23rd, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.